Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. And what that means is, well, I created the world around here. I even created the game system. But what I didn't create is the basic plot of our game, because we all create that together as we play it. And who do I create it with? Our fantastic players and their characters. And let's meet them now. Hello there, people out there listening to this right now. I am Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, a musician-magician with a troubled past. Yeah, his family is still not able to remember him, and certainly sharing certain burdens with others has been quite a heavy toll, but he did. Hopefully, this will lead to something great and will not result in him being forgotten. Don't you dare to make the joke. I know you want to, Lucas. I see you there. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot it. <sighs> <laughs> hey guys, and Happy New Year. I'm Nadine Kuhn, and I play an arcane sciences mage called Sassly Mary Nature Spring. She's a pixie elf who accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. But unfortunately, her wings don't work. Not yet. Hmm. Sounded, sounded kind of new to me. Oh, anyway, <laughs> hi guys, Lucas Fischer here, and I play, of course, Jasper Casper, and he is a human from the non-magical world, and all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong, and I'm sure that we can help him. We will. We will. Beautiful. I love it. It's like I get to meet you freshly and newly every time that we record. <laughs> what a treat for me. Sometimes you only get yeah. to meet people that wonderful only once in your life, but I get to do it ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, How I get to... Sounded <laughs> <laughs> convincing enough to me. Thank you. Did you? I believed it. I... <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, uh, at the end of our last episode... Our fantastic group made it out of this intense interrogation session, and that was grueling enough that it counted as a class for them, and they actually got a growth point, which they can use to get themselves bonuses and learn new spells. And uh, sometimes when they get those growth points, they even unlock what we call base spells, which are spells that every wizard eventually learns. And that is exactly what happened this time. <laughs> so each of them has a new bonus that uh, will get added to certain roles that they do to accomplish certain tasks. And each of them has gotten to pick from one of two new base spells, and we will learn what those are. So, uh, Sebastian, what does Eric now know how to do, and what did he learn how to do better? All right. So I, I had to think a little bit, just a little bit, because it was very quick. Whenever <laughs> we met creatures of any kind, I couldn't help but notice they were kind of cuddly. Many of them. I remember Droots being cuddly. Bumper, just as a wrestlebok, is very cuddly in himself. If you don't get if you don't get too close to the antlers, he's cuddly. Yeah, just like the elf did. You mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the cuddly. The elves are cuddly. I don't think they were. Well, I guess in certain conditions they could be cuddly, especially if they are knocked out. Everyone knew yeah. that. <laughs> you know, that's the fact. But because, like every time, just something like that happened, even with a few enders, like trying to, to re-hurt him, but in the end was more cuddly in that case. Um, creature trust sounded like a good thing to get better at. So I thought, yeah, add one point of creature trust. And nice. for spells, discovery spells are his thing. As a musician-magician, he has quite a lot of that. So he's good at doing that. And so I thought, hey, 
why not take Mehe Mahalo as his new basic spell? I think it sounds like like a song from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, kind of does. It is the only spell that is not based on German. It's actually based on Hawaiian. Uh, that's Aww. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Wei Hei Malhalo is um, a, a cool spell. Um, now I have that song in my hand. I'm like, Wei Hei Malhalo Hahina Hana Not even the words, but now I, you put it in my head, Lucas, and now I'm singing it with those words. Well, thank me later. Hello, Disney, if you want to sponsor this <laughs> oh podcast. <laughs> They're like, no. Oh, that was the. Oh, that was today's name draw. Do we have to sing it like that when we when we want to use it? Well, we I'm not going to make you, but if you want to appease the gods of this world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wehe Malhalo is a is a cool spell um, that is essential in any wizard sleuth's toolkit. Uh, and what it does is it will allow the key to any lock targeted by this spell will glow to the eyes of the caster for 24 hours. So if there's a lock and you don't know how to get into a room or maybe an even more elaborate sort of closed or locked door, whatever the answer is will glow to that person's eyes for 24 hours. And yes, wehe in Hawaiian means open. <laughs> and uh, malhalo, <laughs> it was a director once told us to say, uh, so you enter the stage and zag mahalo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said, like, um, first you enter the stage, and f the first thing you say is hallo, which means, like, hello. And in German, he's like, um, yeah, you get off the Bühne and you say, erst mal hallo. <laughs> so it's like, oh, mahalo. So mahalo, 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 mahalo. But mahalo in Hawaiian actually means thank you, I believe. But here, it's a play on the words, so it's wehe malhalo. So it actually is still partly in German, and uh, it means hello, open. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it sounds distinctly more Lilo and Stitch-like than our other spells. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I was really like wondering what I would choose. Sassy would probably choose like another plus one to punch someone, like, but I think it's it's not smart enough to have another like a plus twenty at the very end. <laughs> She's just knocking down trees. And then still a minus one to bookishness. I was like, maybe we should just like do something nice in that direction. So I uh, gave her a plus one to world lore. Oh, nice! And world lore is the role that allows our players to find out more about, it. say, if they encounter a creature. And Eric wants to try to get that creature to trust him, then Sassley might be able to offer some more information about how that might be possible if she rolls well with world lore. Because she's learning more and more about the right. magical world every day. And if it doesn't work, she's like, I can still punch with my plus one that I got earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, the new spell that I chose is called Move the Lufte. I uh, like the Move the Lufte. Wow, these are all so good. <laughs> <laughs> so move to loop. <laughs> essentially it blows air out of your wand so you create a strong wind with your wand it blows in a direct stream up to four meters away and uh there's some other cool things that you can do with that ability but uh maybe sassily has something specific in mind with wanting to learn to uh blow air you can out of do wand. And sweep, which makes her fly 10 centimeters above the ground and then move the lufter to make her like 
fly a little further maybe but we all know she has to roll really nice for that and that doesn't happen all the time but yeah twice yeah that's the thing and then she's going to open up the she's going to be like her, her own personal airboat you know sassy's transportation service she's like, come on everyone oh that's good to know okay Think about it okay. take the take the pixie elf express <laughs> so i was thinking Actually, I wasn't because I never do. But I saw on my page that uh, Jasper could unlock a plus one for magical transformation, which I wanted him to have because uh, his very first spell, Holzformer, is based on transformation spells. Mm -hmm. And I think that is going to be... I think it's a strong spell if you if you get to use it in a, in a good way. So I wanted him to That's have right. that. If you want to make and, a cage to... Yeah, this next time that cage <laughs> is going to work. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. the salamander. It better, it better does. It helps to have plus one. Yay. And for the base, uh, base spell, um, I just uh, couldn't get the song out of my head. So I also went for Vihir Mahalo. And uh, this is what I do <laughs> because I think it's something more based on knowledge and investigation rather than like you in combat or in battle. Like maybe move the Luft in a particular way could. So I thought this is something that Jasper would stick to. I think it's great. Because there can be more than one lock, more than one puzzle that needs unlocking in one area, and you might need that spell more often. And it also, the the key to whatever lock is only goes to the eyes of the person that cast the spell. It's not that the whatever mechanism can unlock that isn't just like glowing you know, out into the world for anyone to see. So the more people who have access to that. And I thought that next time when, when Jasper is in the sleeping room and he's afraid of the darkness... And then he can use the spell on the door and then the key would light up and he has his own nightlight. So I thought this is something to, to relax him. That makes sense. And if it gets too hot in the castle, Sassy <laughs> can make some nice air. See, I made it comfortable in our living room. <laughs> you, have to, you have to use it to, to make your life more easy. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, just making suggestions. Uh, you know, I'm just so happy to see our characters progressing through school and learning, learning so much so quickly. It's only been a, almost a week and a half, and uh, you guys are just... It's not that every spell works every time, but you know a lot, so that's good. <laughs> is it is it Tuesday today? Like, in the story? Yeah, that's right. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon-ish. It's Tuesday. So if you go to the lunch, uh, to the dining hall, it's Taco Tuesday, just so you know. <gasps> Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Um, but please don't go to the dining hall again. I can't anymore, guys. <laughs> just kidding. Do whatever you want. It's your world. Can we, Michael, can we make an arrangement? Because we, we, we said what we wanted to do in the last episode. But we lied. Could you, <laughs> could you, could you tell the introduction that on the way to our destination, we went through the dining hall and grabbed ourselves some tacos from Taco Tuesday? Uh, okay, yes, yes, oh, yes. On the way to yeah. the to the tree, you got tacos. Say that Sassy grabbed some nuts as well. Just... And Sassy grabbed some nuts. <laughs> Just make sure. Anything else? <laughs> we made sure she didn't get Nutella. Okay, you kept Sassy from getting Nutella, but she did grab some nuts and you all got tacos. Oh, what did you say? What would be the drink <laughs> option? No, no. <laughs> Can I have a menu? Okay, so as... As our players have said, they uh, let us know that the next place they want to go is to this big tree that they saw from the top of the Owlry way back, way back in episode eight or nine. I don't know. Um, I think it was 
It's like 10 episodes ago at least. And they want to go check that out. And uh, who's going to stop them? Not me. So without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK We Are Rolling. There we were, talking to Ross Ehrenmann in his office, when Councilwoman Korenga and Agent Carter of Monarch walked in to question us, since the Shieldless were the last people to see missing student Flip McCool and the Amulet of Intention, we were persons of interest to the authorities. After some solid question answering, some less solid memory recounting, and some even less successful attempts to appear uninvolved in the current events at Nordrachenberg, our interrogators finally gave some information back to us. Agent Carter told us, that the amulet was created by a magical academic named Skevius McCrevious, who was somehow trying to connect himself to the Shadow Realm. He didn't offer any more information, however, before leaving the room. Karen Korenga seemed far more won over after our talk, confiding in us a few clues about Flip. Some pieces of information about Flip don't seem to be adding up. For instance, his parents seemed to think he wanted to be in Horse Shield, although he told us in the car he wanted to be in Wolf Shield. He also doesn't have a history of needing glasses, although he was wearing some and the day we met him. We left Director Ehrenmann's office, but not before Councilwoman Karenga told Eric she recognized the handiwork of his instrument wand. It has a similar stone attached to it as that of the wand of Ross Ehrenmann himself. This led Cecily and I to ask Eric more about his family and when he came up short with answers, he finally had to confess to us the secret of his family that they have forgotten who he is entirely. Oh, after a much-deserved hug, we made the decision. It's time to go where we have long put off going. What's the deal with the furry fir tree? So, you are standing on the third floor of Neutrachenberg Castle, just a bit down the hallway, not too close because... Eric just told you something sensitive. He wanted to make sure there was nobody standing around very close, but down the hallway from Ross Ehrenmann's office. And you want to go check out the tree <laughs> that you've seen in the distance from the Owlry. As you think about doing that, your feet just take you almost magically to the dining hall where they're having Taco Tuesday and uh, you all get tacos with the fixings that you want. You know, the people who want lettuce, they put a little lettuce on there. It's nicely balanced, but some people don't like lettuce and they just put refried beans on top of their of their taco and that's fine too. And uh, some pixie elves, they just eat the taco shell and then put nuts in their pocket. <laughs> and uh, you all, so you all stop through the dining hall and enjoy Taco Tuesday, uh, which hardly takes any time at all. So before you know it, you are out in front of the castle <laughs> standing in front of the large doors that lead inside. So you are standing out in front of the castle and you know there's kind of this drawbridge that leads up to the big door and then there's an outer wall. And you walk out to that outer wall where you might walk around to the right to maybe go to the stables or you might walk around to the left where you would find the horse shield common room. But you all know from your sighting uh, last week, I guess, that to the south of you and a bit east, there is some sort of giant tree. You know it lies generally to the south and slightly east. Now, the river runs by Neudrachenberg flowing in a southern direction. 
You can follow the river south and then cut east and head through the forest directly in the direction of the tree. And you can't see exactly where the tree is because although it's very tall, the rest of the tree line obscures your vision of the skyline. You can also head directly through the woods to roughly where the tree is. It's not too far away, so you probably wouldn't get lost. So you can either follow the river and cut into the east or try to head directly through the forest to the tree. But that would be your first time in this forest. And you've seen from above, it's a thick forest. It tends to be shrouded in mist and fog no matter what time of day it is. So those are your options. Hey, let's let's talk real quick. Um, <laughs> just the players and <laughs> just as a player. So when we follow, just the players and us, when we follow the river, like, then we pass this, right? Oh, you mean the stone, the rune stone? The stone that glows. You can see the stone that glows. Uh, it's actually directly to the west of you. That is directly to the west where you would hit the river, uh, where the bridge is that crosses the river. So going south wouldn't necessarily take you there, but you can pass there on your way. Shall we pass that to just check it out? Because it's really glowy. Yeah, you know, after after a good lunch, you should you should have a walk. So why don't we just take some more steps? Yeah, shall we go to that little stone, investigate it a bit, and then go to the tree? Yeah, and, and, and test our magician master whether or not he had planned this. <clears throat> <laughs> I planned so much for this stone. You went to the stone, the home of the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Your face was a little frozen when I mentioned the stone. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Fine, you can go to the stone. Let, let's say it like that. And as long as we go... Right next to the river, we should have good ground with not getting lost. So if you want to check that out on the way, sure. Okay. Yes, certainly. So you can head uh, directly to the west. You, for the first time since you came in, visit this little bridge where you crossed into Neudrachenberg on your first day. And it's a beautiful white bridge. It's cast out of some sort of white stone and uh, ornately detailed the railing on both sides <laughs> and on <laughs> thank you nadine <laughs> nadine is pointing so to the bridge dark. in our cover art so yes <laughs> i'm just like zooming in and i i think it's not white in the picture because it's very dark because it's, it's night time in the cover <laughs> art but today it's a beautiful clear sunny day skies <laughs> of blue another perfect day in neudrachenberg as you might imagine And on either side of this bridge are two large glowing stones, taller than Jasper even, and they are carved with ornate runes all over them. And each of these runes seems to glow a slight bluish color. Would anybody like to roll investigation? Yeah, pretty sure. I would like to write that down first. Someone with a plus one should do it. Oh, I, I can, I can. <laughs> guys, guys, do you see this? May I, may I do an investigation roll on this? Yeah, go ahead. And that is a pleasant blue, a pleasant blue color, kind of calms my nerves. Investigation is bookishness, and it's uh, a really, what is it? Oh, it's a 17. A 17. Excellent. Woo! So Jasper immediately puts this together. Now, these, these stones look identical to how they looked on your first day. They don't look any different, but you wouldn't have known this on your first day. They seem to glow with the same crackling blue energy that the foundation stone in Ross Ehrenmann's office glows with. Guys, 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 do you see the runes? Yeah. Look at the color. It, it looks it looks almost identical like the foundation stone that we found like in Ross Ehrenmann's office. 
the foundation stone. Yeah. You think that might somehow be connected to the stone? Maybe? Maybe. Or maybe is there something to... What did they say again what the foundation stone was for? Like in order to, to create a barrier? The foundation stone, you know, blocks out certain kinds of magic from any area that is incorporated into kind of... They called it its aura. That's what Yuzadba referred to it as. He studied the foundation stone pretty pretty intensely. So he called it its aura. And basically it creates a sphere that certain kinds of shadow magic, things tied to the shadow realm, can't pass. That's what the foundation stone does. I wonder if the foundation stone kind of controls these stones, you know? Like there's a protection, like a shield around Neutrachenberg. Yes, I mean, this bridge seems to be like the only way over the river to the castle. Yeah, you could also swim, but yeah. Oh, no, I don't like swimming. Not after eating three tacos. Or fly. Fly, yeah. But, but, but now I, I, I have to admit I'm slightly confused. Okay. I, I mean, if this barrier is all around Neudrachenberg itself, mm-hmm. why uh-huh. does this bridge specifically need those? Well, I think there's probably a shield around here. I think when you cross the bridge, then you're in the, in the Neudrachenberg area. And when we cross it, we won't. That is exciting. Oh, maybe, maybe it's like one of these electronic bars when you go out of a shop, so that you can you can you cannot shoplift because well, you know as soon as you cross these bars, it's going to beep 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 beep. Maybe it's something like this on the bridge. Electronic what? Something when you go shopping in a store. And it makes a noise like beep beep beep. Yeah, it, no, it's more like boop boop boop. Is it more like beep beep beep? I don't know. Hmm. Let me cross the bridge and we will figure out if it makes beep beep beep. Why should it make beep beep beep? <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I, I run over the bridge in three, two, one. <laughs> Sassley runs to the other side of the bridge <laughs> and you you can see her and she can see you and it doesn't feel any different. <laughs> Does it feel any different? Did you hear a beep beep beep? No, I didn't. Then it's not one of those. Maybe you didn't shoplift. Maybe you should have taken a spoon or something from the cafeteria. I won't go to the cafeteria now to steal a spoon, Jasper. Okay, maybe it's not that important. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm just slightly shaking my head. I, I just take it as it is. So anywhere, where's the stone? Is it is, it, is the stone like, is it on, on our riverside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Firstly, why don't you come back? All right. Hold on, guys. Sassley, <laughs> <laughs> this stone is on this side. I'm already here again. <laughs> Why is he screaming? <laughs> I'm fast. My feet are strong. I can be actually very fast when I run. Did you know that about me? No. I want to see it again. No. no hold on. It's fine. <laughs> oh, please, someone else, continue. Who has the... Who has the... Jasper. You have... Hold on, what is it called? What do I have? Touchstone. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Why did you know? <laughs> We're still connected. That's why I married him. Jasper, do you have the touchstone? Uh, I think so, yeah. The yellow one. Right. Doesn't make any sense. But still, I tried this one with Wilbur. Remember, I touched him to just figure out if it does anything. Yeah, and you just poked him. Yeah, poke that stone. Just want to see if that's anything magical happening. You want me to poke the bridge yeah just hit not the bridge just want the stone just the stone the one that looks like the foundation the light you want me to 
to touch the light. <laughs> Glowing stone on the bridge with my yellow touchstone? Yeah. Okay, well... Do it strong. Oh, maybe I need protection glasses. But anyway, I can do that, I think. Okay, on three. I'm too confused to intervene with that. <laughs> Eric, no worries, we got this. All right. One, two, three. You touch it. Poke. <laughs> you touch the big golden stone with your touchstone and although it's called a touchstone when you touch the big stone nothing <laughs> happens <laughs> probably because as you already know that touchstone is tied already to another specific point which is mildred's mug and the enchantment on mildred's door so it has its own magical signature which is tied to mildred's locking enchantment Cecily, nothing happened yeah, I kind of had that feeling. I know, I'm as surprised as you are. Yeah, we really tried. <laughs> just just, just to make sure, Magician Master, whose room is the touchstone connected to? Mildred's. <laughs> I think he wants to give us a, a little reminder. <laughs> Maybe we have to touch the bridge with the office of Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get Mildred's car and hit the bridge with the car. <laughs> And then throw the stone after her. <laughs> if you are able to lift Mildred's office towards this bridge, you should be able to move the furniture in our room. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, please don't challenge Cecily. <laughs> I'll think about that. Um, okay. Can we do anything else here, Michael? Doesn't seem like there's much else to see here. I really want to go to that fuzzy tree. I feel like there's <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> we took a look at the stone. We are fine that it's... Uh, glowing stone and the bridge looks nice so yeah let's go to the tree okay so you will travel along the length of the water uh, until roughly about where you think the tree is and i'm just gonna roll a little dice here mm -hmm. very little one, the, little tiny one. one. Tiny little the tiny one <laughs> the tiniest oh that's got tiny one i don't want to see the big ones okay okay so you make your way down the river to about how far you think you have to go. And it's a very nice day. The water is flowing. Uh, nothing impedes you. And you're able to just enjoy that scene of, of natural beauty. Everything in Neudrachenberg is, and on the grounds of Neudrachenberg is almost surrealistically gorgeous. When the sunlight hits the water, it sparkles like gemstones. There's an unrealistic quality to that kind of natural beauty, but you know that it's real. There's no magic being used. This is simply land that hasn't been touched by non-magical people ever. And there's something very special about that. And you get down about how far you have to, and you know that you need to cut east through the woods. And I roll my dice again. Yay. <laughs> wow. He's rolling a lot. It's like almost playing his own game over there. So you cut in east through the woods, and... As you make your way, just as you suspected, the forest gets thicker and darker. A little bit of mist hangs on the ground of the forest that seems to be ever-present. And you're making your way in east. And there's the sound of insects. It's not deadly quiet or anything, but you think you might hear a slight rustle in the trees above you. I'm looking upwards. I don't really like it here. It's okay. We have a lot of dark places in the Pixie Shire. We just have to make our way. Come on, follow me, guys. Yeah, you go first. Yep, sure. I keep an eye up there. Okay. So, Sassy leads the way and you all continue to walk forward and another rustling sound off to the side of you. And then another rustling sound 
from somewhere above you as well. Everybody can roll investigation. Oh, please let it be a mariachi band. Oh, please. (laughs) 13. 16. 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. It's my day, guys. Okay. This was not a very easy check to pass, but... Oh, can can you say it one more time, Michael? This was not a very easy check to pass. Um, Oh, I see. But with a natural 20... Once again, Jasper's eagle eye, uh, in such a short time, uh, tacos seem to really, really (laughs) stimulate his brain. You see something scale covered in the trees above you, and you even sense that there's more than one. Something small and roughly bird-shaped and scaly is hopping around from side to side, and getting more and more aggressive the deeper into the forest you go. Um, guys, guys, please, please, don't, don't, don't look up at it. I think I see something up there in the tree. What do you see there? What, what, what is it? It's something, it's jumping around, it has scales. And no, what is it? Can you spot it? No, it, it's over there, somewhere there between, can, can you? You cannot show it, you said I shouldn't look up, I don't get it. Do you want me to look up or not? Now you point up. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going yeah, to attack us if we like, look up, you, you know? Look? Maybe first of all, just calm down. Okay, we stay here for the moment, yes? Okay, you decide what to do. Okay. You stand still, and since you're all standing still, and since Jasper is kind of explained to you, Sassley and Eric, you may roll world lore. Come on, guys. Fifteen. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Ten. <laughs> okay. Sassley, you've come across these creatures before in the Pixie Shire on one of your many walks through the countryside. They like forested areas and you've you've seen them before they're very territorial and they're very aggressive they're called elbadrich they're shaped like chickens but they're covered in scales they're about a meter high and they can't fly but they do live up in branches sometimes because they can get around other means without flying and they have very sharp talons on their feet, and one at the end of each wing. And they are hopping around, and they're not happy that you're in their area. And you also know that they can be found in very large groups sometimes. So right now you've sensed about four, but there might be more around. Okay, someone an idea what those are? Looks at Cecily. Oh, I see them. I see them. The Albadrich. The, the Albadrich. Oh, they're Albadriches. We have them. We have them in the Pixie Shire. They're actually super unfortunate. You know, they can't fly. It's a problem. I feel for them. I feel for them. But they actually can be very harsh. They can bite and they have those little claw thingies on their feet and on their, and their wings. And that can be quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I remember. What they like. And Nadine looks to the magician master and she's like, can I actually roll for world lore again? With a 15, I think that you might know that oh, what, what Elbedrich's, you don't know of a way to win them over necessarily, but you know that what they're always protecting are their eggs, which are a very popular magical item used in making certain poisonous 
items. You might remember that the uh, poison that Mildred threw at Yzerva was called Elbedrich's Evil. I remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a special Elbedrich's Evil that she can make as part of her master skill, but nonetheless, this is an, an item that any item-creating wizard can make. So you know that they're probably protecting that, but you don't know a way to make them less angry. And the longer you stand there, the angrier they get. So the problem is they're never like by themselves. They're usually like up to, I would say, 20 or more. Right now, I just spot four, which is good. It's not perfect because they also really want to protect their ex. So I would say, I would just say run and be fast. Maybe we could first retreat? As Eric says that, another Elbedrich pops up into the foliage above you and launches itself out of the trees, claws first. Everybody roll a bookishness roll. (laughs) See who can react first. Guys, I think it's a battle and we are in combat. 12. 12. (laughs) 3. It had to come. 13. Because I'm full of tacos, so I'm not that good in combat. Woohoo. The Elbridge is rolled 18. That's not good. Yeah. That's quicker. (laughs) So, roll spryness, Eric. Ah! See if you can jump out of the way of those reaching talons. Sure. Why me? (laughs) I said retreat. I said retreat. I rolled uh, 18. 18? Yeah. Okay. A scaly, bird-like presence flies by you, and you duck as it burrows itself into a tree trunk (laughs) next to you. And it looks at you, and it goes, and you see above you now eight more Elbedriches have appeared. They are popping up like daisies. They usually come in groups of twenty or more. I told you. I told you. I don't even like eggs. They have large families. You are probably closest to the magic tree than you are at this point to the river. You've made it most of the way to the tree. Uh, the castle is immediately north of you, but further away. I think we should run. Can we run? I think we should run to the tree. All right. <laughs> Eric, you're up first. Yeah. All right. You heard. Sadly, I'm following the motivation. I'm trying to run to the freaking fir tree. Okay. Run a rolling, uh, a rolling ability. You mean roll a running ability. Run a rolling. I said what I said, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> run a rolling ability. Rolling okay, where ability. should I run to? <laughs> oh, it's like bowling. If uh, you want to run, if you want to roll those dice, I want you to run around the house once. Okay, see you in a bit. Sorry. <laughs> so roll for roll for a good run. See if you can outrun these birds. I'll try. Trust me. I'll try. Please. I dare to say a natural twenty is a good roll. That's a good roll. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right, Eric just, and we say with a natural 20, you do get a double movement for a run. So Eric just jets out of there, (laughs) Uh, which makes sense because that bird was trying to go immediately for him and sprints out through the trees, winds his way. He jumps over the roots that are sticking up out of the ground and the heavy foliage and gets out of the way. The next will be Sassley. Ooh, a 
natural 20. Are you for real? Yes. Right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, brand new dice, brand new dice. Yes, brand new dice. Uh, All right, guys. Already. I knew that. We do that in the Pixie Shy all the time, guys. That's why it's Iran. Come on. <laughs> Once again, Sassley proves that the power of the pixie elf foot is unmatched, and she jets off after Eric as well, flying over brambles and bushes. Come on, Jasper. Now it's your turn. It's Guys, fun. So it's Jasper. You're up. I have a weird feeling about my role. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a whole trauma and make a can out of your can out of can of thing. I just want to point out that I have minus one on Sprimus. <laughs> it's a five. Okay. Oh. <laughs> on a five, Helpadriches are gonna get to react. Oh. I'm just doing a group roll for them to see how they do. Yeah, let's go all, all eight of them. I feel like they ran after us and then you roll the five and they stopped and they all turn <laughs> they around. They all like, turn like, as yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I freeze again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jasper. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, no. I get, I get like flashbacks. You're the only target around. There's eight Elbridge's above you and they rolled a group <laughs> roll attack roll of 14. So here's what I'm gonna do. That's not I'm gonna good. take a D8, whatever number, that's how many Elbadriches actually, like they all just fling themselves bodily at you and we'll see how many of them actually manage to hit you. <laughs> do it. Oh no. <laughs> Five. Oh, what, what do they do to him? Uh, they just, Essentially, they can just launch themselves like from higher above and they kind of put their talons out and they push him to the ground and they're they're tearing at his cloak with their talons and pecking at him. There's five of them that managed to reach him. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask. This is going to be a brutal hit. You will have to beat a 15 not to lose a constitution. Mm hmm. So you want me to do it now? Oh no. Uh yeah, I think oh, you should no. do it now. Come on, Luca. Oh, no, no, there no, is no, no, in our no. system we have brutal we have normal hits where you have to beat a 10. We have brutal hits where you have to beat a 15 to keep your constitution, and we have a vicious hit where you have to beat a 20 or you have to roll a 20 to keep your constitution. This will be a brutal hit because these are just little chickens. Um, but painful ones and, and lots of them. So roll a constitution, Jasper. Oh, it's a 14. That's a shame. Oh, no. Ah! Okay. That's close. Jasper loses a constitution. He's down to two constitution already. I picture this like, like, is it when, when you have like in, in comics when, you know, like, like these ninja stars are thrown at you mm -hmm. and you're like pinched to the wall with your clothes? <laughs> is it something oh, like yeah. this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that, because there's so many of them, you've been knocked down on the ground. So... Your free movement action will have to be getting up, but you can still use a run ability instead of a spell. Sassy and Eric are safely out of danger. If you want, Jasper, you can roll again immediately unless the other two want to do something to help. All my ducklings! All my ducklings! <laughs> <laughs> nice! It's like stopping, like... 
turning around. Where's Jasper? <laughs> you just see a hand Jasper, waving. Stop singing that. It confuses them. It confuses <laughs> them. <laughs> Michael, are the eggs close by? Their eggs? You you can assume that they're up in the trees and that this is just the Elbridge's territory that you're in. So if you get out of their territory, you guys are out of the of their territory now. But Jasper wasn't able to get out because you both rolled twenties. It would have taken longer for you all to get out, but you both completely got out of the territory. <laughs> I mean, guys, feel free to rejoin. Is there any chance that I can like get an egg, climb up on an on a tree, and get an egg to get them to come after the egg and leave him alone? If you can think of a way to get there, but they're high up in the tree. I mean, I, leave... I would fly, but my wings don't yeah, work. Wings don't work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can definitely cast spells on the Elbadriches to try to get one of yeah. the five that are on him off of him. Yeah. Um, so that he has less Elbadriches attacking him next turn. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an idea. Okay, Eric. If you want to do something to help, then it's your turn. Yeah. It's like they are too many to potentially blind them and that won't help him directly let's see if i can get some of the aggression away mm -hmm. uh luckily there is a spell for that salvashlag we have that one salvashlag yeah it's <laughs> a good one <laughs> that's a good one i guess so so yeah i i tried to cast a uh, salvashlag on one of the five elbowdrishes trying to um tear away at uh, poor jasper okay excellent so roll for salvashlag then I'll do, I'll do. And it's enough to work. Okay. But it's not good. Um, I need an eight to work. It's eight. Okay. They're going to get a spryness. Um, Elbatriches have terrible stats, but they are very spry. So yeah, he might get out of the way. We'll see. That's good for them. Yes, that was a 16. That Elbadrich jumps up off Jasper your um, your magical force bullet just whizzes under it and it lands back on Jasper's chest. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, Sassley, that's your turn. I'm thinking, guys, I'm thinking. I was wondering if I should just do hip and trip and they couldn't be very happy that they kind of fly <laughs> with their wings. They don't work. But um, let me think. Mm, I will also do... I will do Overjoyed and Freuden. Okay. That makes them less aggressive. You can target one of the birds with Overjoyed and Freuden, okay? The one that attacks him right now. Sure, yeah, he's got five on him, so any one of the five, really. The most dangerous. Okay, the most dangerous. Oh, the, there's one <laughs> There's one that looks a little bigger than the others, with, uh, yeah. and he's got, like, an earring. With intense yeah, eyebrows. He's got, <laughs> he's got a handlebar mustache and an earring on one side. Yeah, and he has a scar <laughs> over the eye. All right. <laughs> I am sorry, Jasper. I just can't help you. <laughs> I rolled a five. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Sassu tries to cast oh, no. her spell, but it fizzles out after her wand, and unfortunately, Jasper is still surrounded by eight Elbadriches. Uh, Jasper, you have to use your free action to get up off the ground and get out from under them, but it is your turn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, first he's going to do that with his free action. I can do that before, right? Before my actual yeah, action? Yeah, okay. definitely. <laughs> I know I'm a family guy, but not that kind of family. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I really don't know what's going good. To, can I just try to outrun them? Yeah, absolutely, yes. That's what the other two did, yeah. Okay, run, then I would like to do that. Run, yeah. Jasper, run! 
Okay. Oh, here. Try to get here. While while throwing the dice, I know that I'm supposed to take one foot right before the other. So I know what to do. And it is... Uh, 13? 13 is good. 13 will... A successful <laughs> run action, you will take that to get about halfway to where Sassley and Eric currently are. The Elbedriches trail behind you. We'll say that the three who missed you, they all buried themselves in these trunks of these trees and they're they're getting them, pulling their beaks out from the tree. And uh, <laughs> you see them climbing with their scaly thumbs. Uh, they have like these claws on the end of their wings. They're not feathered, but they use these claws and the, and the talons on their feet to actually climb the trees, which is how they get up and down. And those three have gone back up to their nests. But the five that landed on you are still chasing you. I'm going to see if they're fast enough to catch you. You did a 13? Yes. Okay. My God, these Elbedriches are out for blood. They rolled a 19. Heck, that's not good again. I will once again roll a D8 to see how many of them uh, hit you. So there are more in the trees. Hmm? You have five left. But oh, oh. There are only, uh, there, there are only five. I'm sorry. That was the wrong <laughs> dice. I am sorry. I am hey, sorry. Hey, Michael, I'm super chill with it. If you want to re-roll, you can. <laughs> I follow you, but seven attack you. I'm going to roll a d6, and if it's a six, I'll, I'll roll again. Um, okay, that's fair. But again. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Four of them launched themselves at you. Much better. One less than last time. You lost one. One is a little pudgy, and he's... <laughs> Uh, it doesn't quite keep up. I say it, the jumping action to evade the Zauberschlag exhausted it. <laughs> so four of them again launch and uh, launch themselves at you and trip you up. Uh, you are almost out of their territory, but not quite. It's not going to be a brutal hit, but it's going to be a regular constitution roll again. Okay. Please. But I bet from like Eric's and Cecily's POV, it's going to look super epic. Me running towards them and then, ooh. <laughs> It's like I'm the hero. And uh, yeah, it's a one. <laughs> oh, good that you have three. <laughs> I would be whammy. My lord. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. So, so you, you lose another constitution and they knock you down on the ground again. Oh, no. Eric, once more, it's your turn. There are four Elbedriches still around jasper he just needs one more successful run action to catch up to where you guys are <laughs> like i'll try again yeah. to hit one of them yep go for it roll for Zauberschlag. taco tuesday you shouldn't have eaten so many of us they made you slow <laughs> it made his brain work so well but it made him a little heavy <laughs> i present you a 17 with Zauberschlag. 17 Yay. great okay I'll roll for these uh, <laughs> maniacal albatriches. <laughs> They're so vicious. Okay, it's a 15. You get one. Yes. yes! He flies back. Elbatriches have two constitution. Uh, he doesn't even lose one, but he flies back and he's flung back further into the forest to join the other ones who got left behind. There's only three Elbatriches currently yes! around. Jasper. I take that as success. Uh, it's your turn, Sassly. All right. I will also do Zauberschlag. Yes! Nice. Don't you dare touch Jasper one more time. Or I, or I roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
really sorry. Something's wrong with my wand. I really don't know. Uh, yep. So <laughs> it is Jasper's turn once more. I think it would be wise to use my free action to get get back up again. Yes. You know, yep. like I did the round before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the right attitude. Don't let them drag you down. You always get up on your feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would just try maybe... Maybe run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Is it something yeah. you would suggest? Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, we, we can good. make this like a, a team, a team, um, you know, choice. Like if you have something to say, no, you don't. So I'm trying to run. Please. Okay, run for a roll, for a run, a run action. Run for, run for a roll. Run for a roll action. Fourteen now. Ah, oh, good. Successful. Okay. Yes. Okay, so the more hurt Jasper gets, the more motivated he is to run away. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Something, I think, it has something to do with adrenaline. I don't you know. Wanna, you want to narrate how you get away from these uh, Elbedrich, Jasper? Well, yeah, I just get get up again and my, my, my cloak is tearing in parts. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, I... I I look like I look like I survived a terrible war, so I look quite heroic in all that situation, I would say. But then Jasper is just running and screaming like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a slow motion scene, like as if there's explosions and stuff going off behind you, but they're not explosions, they're just little chickens that are like <laughs> around you, hopping up in the air around you, and we see your arms wide up in the air like Kermit the Frog as you slow motion run through the forest. Jasper catches up with the other two of you, and the three of you continue to run, I assume, away from these Elbedrich. Yeah, and please. <laughs> and while Cecily's running, she's like, I really have to say this. Ross Ehrenman is not really taking care of his students. I mean, this is super dangerous. Come on, guys, run. You three take a few more large running steps, and all of a sudden, you are in a wide clearing that is completely silent. Behind you, silence. Nothing is chasing you anymore. You are out of the forest. And ahead of you, a large tree is looming in the middle of this clearing. Its massive roots spread out beneath it and around it, forming this small open area where other trees can't grow too close. It is at least 100 meters high in the air. This is the tree that you saw from the tallest tower of Neudrachenberg. And from its size, you should have seen it from the castle door. It's taller than Big Ben. The top is even shrouded in mist, which seems to hang about it unnaturally. From the top of the castle, the tree had seemed slightly lower than the owlery. But from here, you would guess it's actually a bit higher. Basically, the tree seems taller here than it ever did before. As if magic might be interfering with how you perceive the tree depending on where you are. As you take a closer look at the vastly stretching branches of the tree, which start several meters off the ground, you notice that what you first took for pine needles are in fact a fine fuzz like the fur of an animal, covering and hanging from the ends of the branches. The soft-looking fur seems to grow straight out of the bark in a variety of hues and colors. Greens, forest golds like autumn leaves, deep natural purples, and the reds of winter plants. Stripes of pure black, and even more colors, cling to the tree. And when you are in this clearing, you feel a certain sense of ease 
and natural quiet. The sun shines with the clarity of a clear mountain day and streams through the thick branches of the tree. Even though the sun should be lower than this at this time, a sense of timelessness surrounds you. The branches come high up out of the ground at one point and twist over the earth. And in one place, they part close to the tree, creating a dark entrance that might lead under or perhaps into the tree. <sighs> Jesper, Jesper is just, you know, he's, you know, putting his hands on his knees, breathing, catching up. And then is, is it like a, a really soft ground? Is it like high grass or? It's basically covered in like all these giant roots of the tree that come out. And in between there's grass. So the ground is both made of these roots that twist all over the ground so that no other tree can grow too close, but there are soft patches. Because obviously Jasper didn't have the time to actually, you know, get everything, uh, to see everything that's around him because he's still kind of in, in uh, panic. And so he just sits down and just, I'm fine. Just give me, give me a minute. <laughs> I think we have the minute. That tree is impressive. Look at that door. I want to go right into that. Why is it so silent around here? You know, maybe, maybe there are no eggs. No, it's like, you you know, there's ordinary certain noises in the forest. And I mean, we just have the forest edge right behind us. There's no rustling. There's no chirping. There's nothing. Actually, quite pleasant. I like it like that. Can we just stay here? No, I want to go inside of that tree. A bit too silent for my taste. As long as we don't go back. How are you feeling, guys? Well rested? Well, I'm fine. Jasper, how about you? Yeah, maybe I, 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 could, I could need another cloak, but apart from that, I think I'm fine. I think you look good. Thank you. You look rough. <laughs> you look like action. Oh, I like it. I look like a superhero then. I actually don't like that mine is so clean. And she's like taking some dirt and she's making it dirty. She's like, yeah, now we look like, like we've been through something. Yeah, Eric, you also need to look more heroic. Oh. I'm fine with the way I look. That's good. That, that's good. So yeah, um, the tree and tree, the trend tree. Yeah. Maybe we can just, you know, first peek inside and see what's going. I'll do that. And Cecily runs towards the, the entrance. It's dark inside. You'll have to enter in order to know what is there. Guys, it's super dark inside. I guess we just have to enter. Come on over. It's going to be fun. I mean, what else can happen? We just survived that. How bad can I be? I, I got your bags. You got up. Okay, so you're behind. Yeah, all right. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hold your bags. <laughs> I just want to go last. Oh, we can also do like. Uh, how do you say? When you like a line, like a, a polonaise. No. You're gonna we, do we a conga line into the tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, oh yeah. That sounds like fun. I'm first. Come on, everyone. <laughs> Come on, Eric. It's gonna be fun. We go into All right. the third tree. We I'll go get, into the I, third tree. Yeah, sure. Sure, let's do it. If someone's watching, that's going to be unforgettable. Who's gonna watch? Yeah. Super silent. No one is here. Come on. Put your hands on my shoulder. Do we start with the left or the right foot? Uh, 
The right. The right one. Five, six, seven, eight. We go in the fur tree. We go in the fur tree. We go in the fur tree. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> in, in, in high order, first Sassley, then Eric, then Jasper, you conga in to the dark cave beneath the tree's roots. So, as you conga into the dark cave of the tree's roots, for a moment, you can't see anything, and it's good that you're holding on to each other. But as you keep walking, your eyes adjust, and you can just barely make out that you're in a wide cave. And the, and the, and the fir tree, wow, that is a huge cave. Can you see that guy? You hear that echo? Oh, yeah? Psst. Echo. 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 Huh. <laughs> huh. Quite pleasant. Pleasant, pleasant, pleasant. See if there's something like like a light we can switch. Is, isn't there a switch we can oh, use? Oh, we have Lichtes Bichtes, my friend. We have Lichtes Bichtes. I will use it. I will use it. Sure. I will allow it. <laughs> can I? <laughs> can I roll for it? Of course. Anytime you want. 18. Nice. Ready, yeah. guys, for the light of your life. <laughs> good you rolled that one very good instead of the last two. The whole cave is like... Bichtes, <laughs> <laughs> Bichtes. And there are 3,000 bats which attack us, yeah. And because this is a deftness roll, you're not rolling for power. You're rolling for how controlled and precise you can do this spell. And Sassley does an incredible job as her wand comes alight and you see the rest of the cave. Oh, I even have a 20 because deafness is plus two. You, you did great, babe. You really, you nailed it. You Just let so you know that I'm Thank very you. precise. <laughs> With a 20, she also, it's a really flattering light on her. And you've never seen Sassley look prettier. She looks pretty. <laughs> What? Especially the wings. Even with all that dirt on her cloak. No, but, but the light and the wings just is a nice combination. Oh, you see that sparkling? Oh, is it? They're quite nice, huh? Look at them from that angle, huh? Ooh. And this angle. I wish they would fly. All right, guys. Enough of me. Enough of me. This would be the perfect time to take a picture for Neudrachen book. <laughs> Make this your, your Neudrachen book profile photo. That's a good. <laughs> okay, so with okay. that light, I would like to like look around and see if I can spot something. Mm -hmm. So the cave is circular in shape, and it's too perfectly circular to be there by accident. Smooth clay-colored stone encircles you. You're definitely underneath the tree. And in the middle of the room sits a large raised cement square. <laughs> Let's write this down. I'm, I'm drawing it. <laughs> just want to make sure what I got into. Is there anything written on the square? Like when we go closer, are there like any? You can go and take a look. Guys, let's check out that square in the middle. Yeah, it's just a stone after all. Mm -hmm. Just follow, follow the beautiful wings. So you walk up to this big cement square and on it, you see it's actually comprised of three different panels with different pictures carved into it, three different depictions with three different scenes. The first panel shows two figures, large human-seeming characters. 
One is carved with inset eyes and features so that he is defined by the shadows that fall across his face. The other is carved in the opposite fashion so that the red clay stone defines his hair and his beard and his face and his features. Other than that, they look similar, but one's definition and features are defined by the shadows that are cast on it from the light and the other one is raised up out of the stone. They are clearly locked in combat, with wands in hand and power blasting from the wands. The second panel shows the two men again. This time, the red man is lying on the ground, defeated. The more shadowy man is trapped behind a cage. Between the two men lie three globes, three spheres small circular objects. Above the man lying on the ground is a ghostly female face with crying eyes. Above the trapped man is another ghostly female face with angry eyes. In the third panel, a diamond shape with rays of light coming off of it floats in the middle of the scene. A man, a centaur, a very tall-looking man, maybe a giant, and an elf, not quite as small as a pixie elf, but smaller than a human, kneel in front of it with arms and hands stretched in a receiving gesture towards this diamond. One ray of light from the diamond pierces deep into the ground directly below the diamond. Creatures with horns, bunny ears, antlers, tails, leafy creatures, and even some scaly heads look on all around from the side of the carving. So it's as if this scene is being watched by all of these creatures. And above the diamond is the crying face of a woman floating in the sky and looking upon all of them. It looks like, like, it looks like a story, like something, maybe, maybe a comic stone. Is it something in the magical world, Eric? Are there any comic stones in the magical world? Comic what? Like 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 a comic book, but but printed as a stone. A comic? What what is a comic? Like comedia? Like comedy? Like no, maybe they can be fun. Like especially when there are like hitting sounds, and then there is like a speech bubble, and it's like a poo, kapow, ping, ping, pow. Poo. But there is no speech bubble, and it also doesn't look like any kind of fun. Okay. They're all sad. Look at them. They all have tears. And, like, this woman always have tears. No, but this one looks angry. Mm, and the sisters were once fair. Cook, Cecily, this could be you in the third one. It's the little one. Do I have wings? I don't know. Are there wings? She doesn't have wings. Oh. She doesn't even have wings. Can't be me. Just, 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 what, what was that, that story again that you mentioned? What, me? Mine? Yeah, you. What, you? <laughs> Cecily, you. Oh, he's tense. <laughs> so the Perica story is that elves were once winged and sisters were once fair. The night that caused the sorrowful loss is called Perica's tear. And I wonder if it has something to do with that. So you think these two ghost-looking creatures could be could sisters? Could be sisters. They could be mm -hmm. sisters. One is very angry and the other person very sad. And at the very end, after all of something happened, which I cannot read into yet... But after that, she flies away. She's very sad. I just wonder, who are those? He's going to the first panel and pointing at those 
two figures who are fighting with each other. I wonder if one person belongs to the shadow realm and the other person to the to the magical realm. Well, they look different, like the way they are pictured. Well, shadow, yeah, but the other maybe just more connected to light as opposites, maybe? Mm. Mm. Oh, you mean like something like that yin and yang? Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. <laughs> mm. What is the diamond? I have no idea. Let's just look at the second panel again. There's a cage. Yeah, there's a cage. The black one's in the cage. Like maybe how the shadow creatures are kind of caged in their own world? Oh, oh! so you think like the, 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 the other guy, you know, trapped, trapped like the shadow guys in a cage? Yeah, but I don't think he survived it. Points to the guy lying on the ground. Oh, maybe he's just resting. The last one looks like it's about everyone. It really affects every creature that is alive. Like it could affect a centaur or a giant or a pixie elf or mankind. But why is the woman above then crying? Because she's sad. Hmm. And I don't know why, but she's sad. I think she's really sad about something that happened and that tore all the worlds apart. And they, and there's something... Oh, my ears are really hot. There are so many informations. I think something happened that made a big... Caused a big problem in the whole world. <sighs> Just out of curiosity, the, the depictions of the two women, the one crying and the one angry looking, yeah. do they look the same, O oh, Magician Master, apart from obviously the facial expressions? They look similar, yeah. Eric just like, looks like in between them. What if those two are the same? Maybe she's Perchta. Maybe? Suddenly, you hear voices. Echoing from the darkness around you. Oh, wonderful. Shh, 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 shh. They say, Let me go, Bri. This has gone on too far. Oh, but look how interesting. Come on, let's get closer. No, no, it's not supposed to happen. This is not allowed here. You know this. Go away. Go. Go away, please. Go away. And then you hear that same voice say, No, wait. And then a sigh. And Sassley feels movement behind her oh pretty wings oh so lovely it has been so long you have forged a special connection oh beautiful Cecily's not moving she's like frozen and she like moves her eyes to the other ones and she's like you think she meant me <laughs> eric just <laughs> tilts a bit to the side to maybe see behind the wings i just imagine that whatever might be behind her is not visible because it's you can see what's behind her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and what you see is a creature that is vaguely humanoid, but has rough, light bark for skin, like the bark of a tree. Pines stick out haphazardly from its head in every direction, creating a mane of wild hair. The eyes and mouth are knots in the wood. And the creature seems to flow organically out of the tree, moving liquidly in and out of the massive trunk. And she is examining with great interest. I say she, but it, you can't really tell if it's a man or a woman. It may not have a gender in that kind of way. You're not sure. Yeah. But the creature is 
examining Sassley's wings with great interest and almost reaching out to touch them so curiously. Hold on, hold on. You cannot just touch them. That makes me uncomfy. Oh, I'm sorry. I do not mean to disrespect you, but I have not seen an elf with wings in, uh, it has been at least 10 or 500 years. I'm not sure which. Oh, um, uh, yeah, nice to meet you. I also haven't seen you guys in a, in a while. In ever. What are you? <laughs> she laughs. Oh, of course you haven't. You are a child. Oh, 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 come on. They're so cute. And then you hear a gruff voice on the other side of you say, Okay, okay, everybody out. Thank you for coming. You really have to be going now. And on the other side of you, you see another creature appear. A more gruff and decisive creature. Bark and berries make out the features of this being. And this time there are few leaves or pines to be seen. Instead, pine cones seem to create ridges all over the body, looking like a sort of natural armor. Still, in both creatures, you can spot scattered white flowers. Okay, just just out of... I don't think I've ever heard or seen anything about something like that, but is there a possibility to roll for world lore if I know? Yes, there is the possibility to roll for world lore. If you want to try to remember um, Sassley and... All, all three of you can roll world lore. That's fine. Okay. We've been at school. 14. Mm-hmm. 17 rolled minus one makes 16. Mm-hmm. Six. Okay. Just just by standing there. Shinisipa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Eric, you're pretty sure these are not very commonly seen. Very rarely would would you come across a creature like this, but you know that they actually live all over the place. These are Mosseline. They are the original tree spirits of the material realm. Ah. Moss. Mausoline. Mausoline. Um, So these are kind of like the tree nymphs, the spirits that reside in the material realm. And they were there before humanity, before the elves. They were the original denizens, the original residents of the material realm. He's like looking in between them, taking a few seconds like, way, and his eyes get way bigger. Um... Jonathan told me a few things. Aren't you Mosellines? Oh, oh, you know us? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we are not just any Mosellines. No, we are very special. Be quiet, you. Be quiet, you. This is not... You need to... You need, you're not supposed to be here. I don't... She, she, she kept me from stopping you from walking in. That's my job. And, and she wanted to take a closer look. But you're not supposed to be here. You need to go. You need to go. You're not allowed to be here right now. Oh, please... Why, why are you special, Mausolines? I'm really curious. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. And then the other one puts a hand over the, <laughs> over the talkative one. He's like, it is really none of your concern. It is a matter of great import, who we are. And if you don't know, you don't need to know. That's all I can say about that. But why is he covering her mouth? We have a freedom of speech here. <laughs> <laughs> she sinks into the wood and then reappears on the other side of you away from him. And uh, sticks out her tongue, which is just a leaf. And it goes... (laughs) (laughs) I like her. (laughs) She's quite forward. And she says, we are the guardian. And she becomes a different thing. Um, We are the muses. We are the the muses. (laughs) (laughs) She says, we are the guardians of the Urbaum. That is why we are here, to guard this tree. 
Surely you know you are in the Urbaum. Oh, the other, the humans have another word for it. I don't, I don't remember. And the other one says, they call it the summoning tree, but that is wrong. That is not the right term. It is the Urbaum and we are the guardians. Oh, and Cecily called it the furry tree. Yeah. The furry tree. <laughs> that is apt. That is, I mean, maybe that's a better name, actually. That's really descriptive of what this is. But Urbaum gives it something existential. Uh, Urbaum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. So, <laughs> no. I need a second. So basically this, um, yeah. the kind of more gruff one says, Brie, please be quiet. And she says, oh, Connor, you are wait. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, oh, Connor, you are so ridiculous. It is not that important. Brie says, you see, she allows us to see. She allows us to see if the connection into the realm is pure and if you are worthy to meet her. And he says, yes, we can see if you are worthy, but I doubt you three little things here, here in the tree. You should not be here. And I doubt that you are by chance some worthy person and she's going to decide that you can meet her. Okay, nervous one, we got this. But the thing is... I'm not nervous. No, my mind. Yeah, that is... that. You make me nervous. That's what you do. Oh, he likes that. He's. I feel like there should be a way to see her for everyone. What's her name again? I always forget her name. I would not say her name. I would not say her name at all. No, I would never. Yeah, that's why I forgot it. I never say her name. I yeah, never that is good. You should not. Okay. You should not just say yeah, such things. You want to remember what exactly it was her name. So that you don't. Accidentally mention the but name. Don't say it. Yeah, that's good. You should not. You should not say it. <laughs> you should write it down. Jeffrey, <laughs> you have your book and your st- and, and a little pencil. Can you write it down for us so that we never say it? I will do no such thing. And also, I do not know how to write. Fair point. Fair point. Well, we can teach you. Curious question. You know the Schloss Neudrachenberg? The, the giant castle next to us? Yes, I know this Rosneutrachenberg. I am aware of this, yes. Yeah, why wouldn't they know that, Eric? <laughs> and of course, you are students there, but you should not be here. Oh, Connor, please. Brie, look at them. They do not know what they are doing here. And Cecily turns around and she looks at Eric and at Jasper and she's like, I told you, it has nothing to do with Perchta. You say that name <laughs> and they flip out. They no. hiss at you. They yes, I know it. And they both... <laughs> they sink into the tree and they swirl around uh, and you, you can't quite hear where they are and their voices come from every direction. And they say, you do not say that name in here. That is not allowed. Oh, do not bring something so vile into this place. You dirty child, you know not what you do. Say sorry. Say sorry, Cecily. Please. Say sorry. Say sorry. <clears throat> you see these heads slowly come out of the trunk on either side of you, and they say, do not do this thing, but I do not know how you know this name, perhaps. And Brie says, oh, Connor, do the thing. Do the thing where you see if they're worthy. Come on, do that thing where you do it. You see where they're worthy, you do it. And he's like, no, I don't do it for them. And she's oh, come on, do it. Just do it, it's fine. It doesn't cost anything, you try it. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I see if they're worthy. Oh. <laughs> I feel like a child where their their parents are having like an argument and you're just standing there whether or not he can have the chocolate cake. (laughs) (laughs) So Connor 
gets you three to stand on the cement block in the middle of the room. Okay. Hey, can, can anyone help me up here? Can, yeah, can, sure. Here, take you, my hand. Yeah. Excuse your hand. One, two, three. three. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfect. Perfect. And he glides over to Sassley and he says, please stick out your left hand. <laughs> I want to hear that sentence again. If you can please, little fairy child, stick out your left hand. <laughs> oh, that was spot on. Thank you. The rough bark of Connor's hand takes your hand, and you feel a gentle magical pulsing happening where your hand meets his tree-like skin. And he speaks as he looks at you, and he seems to see right through you, and an expression of surprise comes over his face. He says, you could nearly be a guide yourself. A strong connection to this realm, I do not believe it. Yes, that would explain the wings. Interesting. But, okay, next, he says, <laughs> but not quite worthy, not quite worthy. And then next, he goes and he touches Eric. He does. He gestures for you to do the same, for you to stick out your left arm and your hand out to him. Will do. And he takes your hand, and you feel that same magical pulsing. And he says, as if the words are just coming out of him naturally, the untethered. It is dangerous to leave yourself so exposed, foolish one. Oh, and then he goes to Jasper and tells him to reach his left hand out as well. Just before you look into me, can I say the day on when we had Easter, I didn't I didn't push the child that that I took the egg from. She just fell and I took the egg. He reaches out and takes your hand and then draws back his hand as if it has been burned. And he hisses at you and says, touched by dark shadow-hearted changeling and he looks at Bree and Bree looks back at him <laughs> and he looks at the three of you and he says well this is certainly very interesting and I did not expect that but you are not worthy to see she and then you see Bree in the back has opened her hands and is also sensing something about you and a slight light seems to emanate from the cement stone below you. Mm -hmm. And she says, But Connor, I feel that they are bound to the crystal. They are not crystal guardians yet. Not yet, but almost. It feels like a strong connection this time. And Connor considers this as he looks at you three. Hmm. Well, what a strange, strange happenstance. I never thought such a thing would occur. But I suppose with a guide, and Bree looks at him and says, yes, with a guide, it could be possible. And the two of them snap their attention forward to look at the three of you. And Connor says, before you meet her, she must see you. She is the last shield between this place and her. And then Bree takes a little step closer to you and says, I'm sorry, children. But you are not quite pure enough connected to this realm to go on your own. But you are marked in a good way as a group. So you need a guide to go any further. And then Connor looks at her and says, Oh, you could become one. And she says, Oh, yes. You see, creatures of the material realm know the way instinctually. If you had a creature to guide you, you could surely pass to see she. And then maybe even see her. And Connor says, yes, bring a guide 
or become a guide. The choice is yours, and we will let you continue through the Erbaum on your own. As a player, as a player, as a player, yes, share it with us, Lucas. As a player, <laughs> it's just what happened. What happened? <laughs> you are changeling, and I don't want to play with you anymore. And you, <laughs> and you are a untethered, untethered, whatever that exactly means. I'm dark. Yeah, you guys are bad influence for me, and I'm gonna leave this like tree now. <laughs> oh yeah, we are bad influence for you. <laughs> I'm not too sure. Untethered didn't really sound like bad. It's just like somewhere in between. Didn't sound nice either. At least he didn't pull his hand back. <laughs> I don't know. They were very, very impressed with my wings. I think I'm fine here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, so we 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 would have the one potion we have potentially. Mm -hmm. But so, Cecily, how would you feel about talking to Bumper? I like talking to Bumper. I think he just doesn't listen to me that much right now because he's still upset, I guess. Well, but you remember how, how he protected us the last time? I know. He's so strong. He's really strong and he's really smart. And he was handsome. I'm sad that he's mad with me. I think maybe it has been enough time. So. Shall we see and Miss Chefin is able to help us with Bumper and having him as a guide? Um, so you want to ask Miss Chefin if she can help us giving Bumper as a guide for the fir tree? I think we shouldn't tell her. No, no, no. But like we would like to spend time with Bumper. Yeah, so you can make it up to him again. Yeah. I don't know if it works, but I can try. We, we can try. We will try. Okay. Okay. So the... Uh... Marceline have been listening to you and they say okay okay I think it is possible I think it will work if you come directly back here we will let you leave and do this just come directly through the forest from the castle to get to the tree and we will make sure that the way is clear it is after all our job for we are the, the guardians, guardians of, of the Urbaum. Urbaum thank you guardians of the Urbaum all right I think we can do this. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Off you go to get Bumper and try to enter the Uabaum. Yeah. And that's where we'll end our episode. Ah! Guys, let's go. <laughs> let's go. JK. Our magician master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richard, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. At last, our heroes enter the tree that is furry. Will they be able to grab Bumper and return in a hurry? I can't wait for this Rasselbach reunion and for the Shieldless to try to make their way further into the Urbaum. Who knows what awaits them in the depths under the summoning tree. By the way, for those of you summoning us by means of Spotify, we'd love it if you could please lend us a five-star rating there. That's right, Spotify 
has added ratings, and it would mean a lot if you would put some stars towards your friends over here in Neudrachenberg. Uh, the rating can be a little difficult to find. You have to be using the Spotify app to rate any show, and it will either show up directly on the show's page, or you can tap those three little dots where you'll see the option for a rating come down. Now, we will be releasing episode 2 of JK It's D&D officially one week from today. That's next Wednesday. It was a massive episode, and I really wanted to make sure I could edit it with the same love and care I give to our main campaign. So, for all of you on Patreon, look out. Here it comes. Exclusively for you and only you. In the meantime, we'll also have a poll on Patreon later this week for all tiers. You'll be able to decide on a fact for Jasper to read in his book that he will have to believe no matter what. This will hopefully get very zany, and I do have hope for that. (laughs) Other than that, check us out on social media, and hey, until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Like doing a conga line and singing right into our death. We're like, and because you're conging, you don't notice the tripwire and spikes fall on you and you die. <laughs> no, I expected something. And you now successfully entered the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, it would be also cool. It's like we would walk in and we would come out in our common room. <laughs> Through the furniture. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Through the furniture. That would be... A good twist. Should have thought of it. Should have thought of that myself. Would be a better shortcut than these, what is it? Abadritches? We cannot move the furniture because it's attached to the tree and the tree is so big and strong. Oh, Ooh. The, the roots. Ah, I see.